Yay. There he playing the fills here at MutinyRadio.fm on Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. Yeah, oh, they're clapping. Yeah, they're, they're, I feel like a, I'm gonna it all, come and get it all, so I'm gonna do it with your red iPhone. Looking like a tramp, like a video vamp, come and let me, mama, let me be your man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, you want one hit of sugar? Give me your pussy, I wanna grab it, girl. Take my high up, shake it up. Pamtastics Club. Pour, pour some sugar on every, just if you're gonna eat pussy, please sprinkle some sugar on it because it makes it taste better. Do you know what I'm saying? No, use, but you should really should use the agave nectar, right? You should really, something organic. And then do that if you're gonna. Just pick up your bitches like they're bowling balls. I really, I feel so good about objectifying women right now. I'm like, we're all about it. Let's all be misogynists. I love it. Finally, finally, I can say what I've wanted to say about these bitches. I mean, wow. Some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. Am I right? Let's vote for Trump. Trump, 2016. Bitches ain't shit but tricks and hoes. Am I right? Kanye, 2020. Jay-Z, 2020. It's gonna be Kanye versus Jay-Z in 2020. How's that gonna go? <laughs> Beyonce, first lady Beyonce. I say Beyonce runs for president. Oh, let's get this shit happening. Now. I'm just saying, it's all ridiculous. Uh, which next reality TV star will be? I'm like grumpy cat for president. You know what I mean? <laughs> grumpy cat's something I can get behind. No, Honey Boo Boo's a real person. If Honey Boo Boo was a cat, I could get behind that pussy. But like, really, I'm all about bowing to your alien overlords, the cats. Hey, uh, we're going to try to get the people outside, inside, because your first comedian's drinking a beer. You're not supposed to. Oh, no, it's a Fanta. I was just going to scold him for drinking a beer outside, but nay, it's a Fanta, which is something that the Nazis, uh, that the Coca-Cola marketed to the Nazis so they could sell Coca-Cola in Germany in uh, the 40s. Isn't that nice? He's drinking Fanta. He, he knows. He's a part of the... He, uh, he <laughs> ever, there's a new... There was a, Jonathan and I watched a thing on the Netflix. God, what was it? And it had Ben Benderditch Cumberbatch or whatever, and we couldn't stop saying Thousand-Year-Old Snapping Turtle. And it was just like, <laughs> it's all because of your next comedian, your first comedian's jokes. Before we get to that, we sing a little song. If you know how the song goes. I know, what were we watching with Benderditch Cumberbatch? What were we watching? Imitation game, which he, and it was such a dumb movie because he, the whole crux of the movie is he comes out at the end and like, it was so like, and then at the end, I was like, oh, fine, I'm crying. But I, I mean, oh, that was a weird movie. And he's a thousand-year-old snapping turtle. We're going to sing a song. We had the weirdest. <laughs> but, uh, which, which, oh, the imitation game? Oh, it, it was about the guy who created the first computer, but he was gay and the Nazis and the stuff. It was, you can watch it. I guess it almost got like a a thing of what are they called Oscars you're supposed to pay attention to it because he's gay which and I love the gays and I don't want to be the accidental you know like gay hater but I it, I just didn't understand the, okay we're gonna sing a song we're gonna sing a song M-U-T-I-N-Y comedy clubhouse comedy comedy together we will bring our jokes up high 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 
that white Wookiee is fucking shit, right? M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come to Summit Clubhouse? Yay! Yay! I'm, I am very excited uh, about the Clubhouse tonight because uh, I think all, two out of three of the comedians are amazing! Uh, uh, your first one up tonight, it was the whole, I was talking about his snapping turtle theories, which have pervy, I mean, they've, They've permeated my dreams. Like now, I have. I mean, it's you, when when someone's jokes become like the crux of your dream reality. You're like, what? I should start booking other people at my shows. <laughs> like, what am I doing? But he's hilarious, and you guys are gonna love him so so much. Uh, put your hands together. <laughs> put your hands together right now for the very amazing Chris Canato. Oh, give it up for Pam. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. 42 years old. She's performing for 42 minutes. Uh, and so we all decided to, because we have two hours, we're just going to do the age thing. I'm 44 years old. So strap in. <laughs> uh, thank you for the kind words. Uh, but, uh, and thank you, I'll, I'll do jokes in a second, but thank you for this. This space is alive and open right now because of Pam Benjamin. Yeah. She's the reason. You can make some noise if you want. You're enjoying the fucking. <laughs> you're, you're enjoying the ceiling. Make some noise real quick if you've ever unclogged the shitter. <laughs> thank you to you three. Yeah, not just a shit. I don't give a fuck what you do in your personal time. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, thanks very much for being here. I'm Christopher Knatzer. Um, hey, thank you very much. I did pronounce it right. It's difficult. Proper pronunciation has always been my Achilles heel. Um, <laughs> uh, everybody wants me to talk about prostitutes, and I will. <laughs> I know that's what what everybody's waiting for. Um, but I, I like to read the news, do some news stuff, some topical stuff, anyone? Yay. Right? <clears throat> How about, uh, you know, the election? The uh, You got to vote, right? You're going to vote? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's your civic duty. So uh, what do you think about Prop 49? Hmm? I don't know which one it is. Prop 49. <laughs> Prop 49, <laughs> Prop 49 is, uh, you know, I'm, in theory, I'm pro uh, Prop 49, but I feel like the language of the bill is vague and it's going to give lawmakers too much leeway down the road when we're not looking. Uh, and then, you know, just the fucking vitriolic rhetoric from the vote no on 49. Gang, that's... I'm not sure what the numbering system is. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if there is a Prop 49, but... Uh, I think vote yes. Vote yes. <laughs> I think so. Try to stay positive, as positive as you can. I try, try and vote yes on all of them. See if you can vote yes on all of them. <laughs> all right, and so then we, you know, there's the presidential election. It doesn't matter. It's a sham. Like, it's a, it's a national, it's an international, it's a global, it's a universal, multiversal sham. But even... If the rules that they change right in front of your face were accurate, 
California never matters. <laughs> it never matters. We all know what's going to happen here. It does, you know, you can make a choice between Johnson or Stein, you know, to have fun. Uh, but it doesn't matter. It does not matter what you do. They'll probably call the election w before you vote. Um, what? Vermin Supreme? Vermin Supreme? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. I don't want a pony, man. Wait, I'm fair and balanced, equal access. I've never heard of Vermin Supreme. Tell me the quickly his platform, her platform. His platform. His platform. All right. How does he intend to get it? Yeah, where where do we get the ponies? Who cleans up after the ponies? Are we allowed to eat the ponies? Are we allowed to sell the ponies? Just a few questions I have for Mr. Supreme. If he wants to come on down to Mutiny Radio, 2781 Florida Street. We will hash out the rest of your platform. I'm willing to vote. I'll tell you what, you can buy, can you still register to vote in California? Yeah. All right, I will register and I will vote. You can buy my vote. <laughs> highest bidder, highest bidder gets my vote. So far, I'm voting for Vermin Supreme for free because I like this guy's, <laughs> I like the cut of his jib. Um, but, you know, if you want to pay me, if you want to slide me eight bucks to vote for Hillary, whatever. Uh, if you're going to vote for one of the mainstream candidates, uh, I'm a, you know, anybody for Trump? Anybody? They got him on the rape thing now, it looks like. But, you know, they got, it's okay. They got Cosby on the rape thing. They got a lot of people on the rape thing. Uh, still doesn't seem to matter. <laughs> still doesn't seem to matter if you rape people. Uh, and, you know, and Clinton was, he's a rapist. Bill Clinton, he's a rapist. And, uh, like JFK, real bad rapist. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, a lot of Lincoln probably raped Mary Todd because she's so fucking crazy. There's no way she could consent. <laughs> There's no way she could consent. Um, so I'm just saying, they're all they're all pretty much rapists, uh, and that's fine, right? We want we want crooks to run the government. That's pretty much how we voted for decades now. Exactly. Why fuck with the system? We got two grade A crooks up in the running now, and like. Trump's a racist, right? But I think he's, other than, you know, to women, pretty harm, and to Muslims, pretty harm, and maybe Latinos, but pretty harm, black community's bad, but he's pretty harmless otherwise. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then you got Hillary, right? She's married to a serial rapist, and she's, she's a fucking murderer, <laughs> right? So, yeah, so I'm with her. Uh, fuck it. If you're going to let crooks do it, man, let's just elect a fucking gangster. Uh, right? Why not? Hill Dog. Hill Dog. Fuck it. Exactly. She's got a gangster name. She's got a gangster-ass following. Uh, what else in the news? Oh, Cosby, we're, since we're already talking about rape and all that. Uh, he's gone blind. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's true. It's in the news. Cosby has gone blind. And so uh, now Camille Cosby has to take care of him. Are you familiar with Camille? The yeah, she's the yeah the lady that fucks him while she's awake. Um, no, so he's Camille. Camille has to take care of him, and uh, she had to you know she had to fill the house with service animals uh, because he needs a seeing eye dog because he's blind, 
and uh, he needs a drug sniffing dog so he doesn't roofie himself while he's taking his heart meds. And uh, then the third dog's just a comfort dog, it's a rapist. Uh, <laughs> just goes, runs around the house with a little bell around its neck raping stuff. Uh, <laughs> get on you while you're sleeping, don't take a nap in the Cosby living room. Yep, that's the Cosby material. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I told Roman I was bringing the heat, especially for him, So, but he also has to be somewhere. We got you covered yet, or you need a couple more jokes? <sighs> okay. More heat. <laughs> um, more, more heat. <clears throat> well, I think that's <clears throat> the way of the world. This this old this old rock that we know Earth here is all, it's all rape, right? Except we we came up with language, and abstract thought. So then that's how that's how we we came up with rape. But it still happens. Like if you're real fucking sensitive, don't watch National Geographic. <laughs> it's super rapey. It's like constant wall to wall rape. 2 p.m. middle of the afternoon. Anybody can watch it. <laughs> But rape's a word, and so far as we know, we're the ones that use them. <laughs> I mean, dolphins and whales and shit, but we don't understand them. <laughs> Although this is, uh, now I, I just stopped doing comedy, goddammit, because this, I really watch this. You can take, like, dolphins and whales talk to each other underneath, you know, in the seas or whatever. And so they'll go down and record them, and they'll play it back, and then dolphins will be like, da 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 and uh, they're like, huh. So then the scientists were like, well, we don't know what the fuck they're saying. So let's mix it up. So they cut it with their fancy, you know, computer editing. And they mixed up the words and they were like, brruh, brruh, and put it down there. And the dolphins all like got together and like talked to each other, but did not talk to the machine. <laughs> Just like, what the fuck? So they didn't even figure it out. And dolphins will rape people. Dolphins, and that's what dolphins and Bill Cosby have in common. <laughs> And most of our presidents, most of our presidents. Uh, Hillary's never raped anybody, but she was an attorney, and this is a true story, she defended a rapist and attacked the victim who was an underage girl, and then uh, Hillary spit in her mouth. <laughs> nah, I just, I mean, if the, the last part's, <laughs> the last part's not true, because if it was true, I would definitely vote for her. She's crazy. Um, all right, so politics. I told you we talk about prostitutes. We can talk about it. Um, I'm trying. I'm working through some stuff right now, actually. Uh, well, I'm actually right now. I'm about to quit my job in two weeks, which feels awesome. And so I don't. Yeah. Uh, so I can't. Since I'm not going to be making money, I'm saving all my money for uh, being unemployed and traveling and stuff. So I'm boycotting sex because I only have sex with prostitutes. Uh, I guess it's a girl cot. Um, but I, I'm, not, I'm not doing it, but my last excursion into it, and I'm taking a break also because I have confused feelings, which I'm going to tell you about now. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, there's not more comedy. Um, <laughs> I really am. So let's just dive right into it. Anybody else in here besides me uh, ever receive oral sex from a transsexual woman? Yeah, so just me. That's fine. I get it. And uh, I didn't mean for it to happen. I really didn't. I just was, uh, you know, responding to an ad. And uh, when, I, when, when I got there, you know, the, the red flags went off like a, a husky voice. It was very dark. And uh, 
but she had a way, and the way that you, you know, like, the way you feel about having oral sex with a transsexual woman, you know, like, five years or five months or five minutes before it happens, very different than how you feel five seconds before it happens, you know? And I just, I'm in San Francisco. I'm from Texas originally, so where I'm from, I'm now gay. Um, I can't, I can't go home. <laughs> Unless I, unless I want to come out. I can come out in Texas, but I can't go home uh, to Texas. Uh, but as long as I stay in the gayest place I know, I'm super straight. Because like, here in San Francisco, all of you, no matter how bigoted you are, Steve, you have to fucking, you have to respect her identification as a woman. So all that happened, all I ever did was get a blowjob by a lady. Yay! Thank you. Um, but, you know, obviously... I'm from Texas, I kept thinking about what my grandmas would think, like my one surviving grandma, 90 years old, like now I have to tell her all those years, you were right, you were right. Uh, and so I can't, I just can't, if I stay here I'm straight, but if I drift Midwest, if I drift home, I drift gay, I drift gay. Um, but I wanted to explore this part of me, that's why I moved to San Francisco, right, is to broaden my horizon. So once you've already crossed that threshold, which was strange. Uh, let's try other stuff. I've never had my salad tossed. 44 years old, never had my asshole eaten out. Everybody here, I assume, has had their asshole eaten out, right? Yeah, from the shitter. I love it. You're <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You getting your asshole eaten out right now? Flush, flushing noise for the closed captioning. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I've never, I've never done it. I've never done it before. Uh, and so I went to this uh, Asian lady who I've known for years, and she provides the same service, uh, oral sex. And I w but I read her reviews, so I know that she anal play was one of her specialties. And so I just went over there, and uh, I was like, hey, you know, tonight's the night. And she was like, okay, take a good shower, wash up real good. I'm going to kiss you on your behind. And I was like, all right. And so she put me on the bed on all fours. How long has it been since you've been on all fours talking to the old people? I, maybe a decade. I was probably looking for something. But I, <laughs> and so I'm on all fours on the bed, very vulnerable. I'm naked, and there's like a full-length mirror over there. That is not – anyway, um, she's like, lean back, lean back. So I lean back into it, and she's just giving me like the full Westminster one-two. You know, she is checking everything out. And then she gets her face in there and is tasting the rainbow, just going crazy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. And, uh, well, you know, like, this is a lyric. You ever read uh, uh, Tom Sawyer by Mark Twain? Remember when um, he gets in trouble because he comes home late and he has to whitewash the fence, but he doesn't want to do it, right? So then old Ben Rogers comes by and he convinces Ben Rogers to get in there with his big old paintbrush. And then before you know it, all the neighborhood scamps come, and they got paintbrushes, and they're just like 40 brushes just up and down the fence, up and down the fence. That's how my asshole felt, like that fence just getting whitewashed. It was great. And so she flips me over, you know, sucks me off like bubble tea, and she's just pissed and pounding my asshole with three or four fingers. I couldn't even tell anymore. And uh, it was... It was transformative. I'm never going back. I'll never talk to her again. Uh, uh, I have her phone number if you're interested, but I will never see her again. Uh, but it was a wonderful time. I enjoyed myself until 
uh, as I was calming down. And uh, like so my like my my horizons are broadened. Like I understand the weird walks now that I get sometimes from my diner customers. I was like, oh man, I totally I get that now. I was ginger. Uh, but she uh, she says, you know, right after we finish, she says, you know who I really fucking hate? I was like, oh. Uh, you know, probably people that don't wash their asses very well. And um, she was like, no, I hate Chinese people. I was like, what? She's like, yeah. They're just multiplying like locusts in this city, and they talk like them, too. I was like, oh, my God. God, I just had my asshole eaten out by this tremendous racist. And uh, I was like, to be honest with you, I thought you were Chinese. She's like, what the fuck? How do you not tell the difference between Chinese and Korean? I'm Korean. I fucking hate the Chinese. And she's thinking, oh, my God, I just ate out the asshole of this fucking tremendous racist. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, that's my San Francisco experience. I think I'm going to leave it right there uh, and see what's what you want. What? Oh, well, that's why I thought I was doing. I, th- I thought we were doing 15. All right, you're getting a bonus. You're getting a bonus for. I don't know. I don't know how I go back to just jokes after I ripped that page from my actual life for you. Still looking for punchlines. If you found anything humorous about it that maybe I missed being on this side of it, please let me know after the show. Um, <laughs> uh, A lot of people uh, have known about this, uh, uh, my dating situation for the last four years, prostitutes only. And I love and respect all women, including amateurs. But I just, I find it sad that a lot of my female friends don't love and respect themselves enough to charge, you know, for sex. And, uh, you know, like, there's nothing good for free. Some of you paid $5 to get in here. Uh, But most of you are watching this for free. (laughs) And... uh, you know how much better it would be if you'd paid. <laughs> there's still, there's still time. There's still time. You know, we see uh, we see a little cash flash, and Poji might actually tell a few jokes. <laughs> All right, maybe not, maybe not. But uh, uh, you occasionally you fall in love, uh, and I fell in love a couple years ago with a prostitute, and dated her for a while, and she's was and is known online as San Francisco's premier provider of BBFS. A couple of you pretending not to know uh, means bareback full service, no condoms. Um, really, really giving, giving person, and uh, <laughs> and she's great, you know. And uh, we never used the condom while we were together, because uh, first of all, read the reviews. Uh, some of the review, <laughs> co- couple of the reviews by Colonel Cream Pie 1972 are legendary, and uh, she lives up to the bill every time. Well, anyway, she's a, a working prostitute, and, and you have to be a realist. Uh, you have to be honest with yourself about what's going on. But the only time I w- was really hurt, was vulnerable, was when she would come home late from you know work in the wee hours, exhausted. And uh, I would massage her feet, which uh, I know is stupid. It's the only part she wasn't using. And uh, I would spoon her to sleep. And very often in her sleep, she would fart. And very often, those farts would smell like cologne. Yeah. And uh, all the fellows are thinking, wait a minute, when I see ladies of the night, I don't douse my genitals with cologne? No, that smell's coming from their wrists. 
That joke just doesn't have the same sting when I've just had my own asshole violated five minutes previously, so. Should have let me off at 16. <laughs> oh, to be 16 again. Well, do you want me to do you want me to just bring him up? Are you coming back? Are you hosting yourself? Oh, well, what a real fucking treat. What a real pleasure it'll be to bring up this guy. I am uh <laughs> uh, this next guy is being modest. Uh, honestly, thank you very much. Now's the time you can go ahead and applaud for me. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thanks. I'm now your host. It really, it it means it means a lot to me. It means a lot to me to be a part of uh, Pam's show because I love Pam and Mutiny Radio is a huge part uh, of my life and certainly my my comedy life for sure. Um, and thanks everybody for being here. And it really is. I, I really, I want to say horrible things about this guy, but you're going to get to know him in the next 10, 15 minutes, and you'll hate him of your own accord. Um, uh, but he won't, he won't toot his own horn. Uh, he's a national headliner. He's going to be, I forget where, fucking Wichita, Little Rock, Tulsa, all that shit coming up in the next six weeks. Uh, and uh, he's been touring. He just got back off the road uh, a couple days ago, and uh, he'll be releasing an album at the end of this year. And then starting with brand new material and his evolution as a comic. This guy is great. He's one of my best friends and one of the best comics you'll ever get to see. And you get to see him for maybe five bucks, but you got an edible out of it too. Give it up for Steve Poggi. Chris Canaster, give it up to him. The fucking cunt tried to take the high road so I wouldn't rip on him. Tried to really build me up there. You're a fucking creep. I have no shame in saying it. You come out here with your long-winded prostitute stories and your knuckle hairs. You don't have dreadlocks, but you're a predator. <laughs> ben Lupinetti's here. Clap for him. Give it up for Ben Lupinetti. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ben Lupinetti's fucked more open micers than running the light. <laughs> I know. Chris, Chris asked, like, hey, clap your hands if you, want, you ever had your ass eaten out. And from the fucking outhouse, we heard Lupinetti clapping it up. And you're just like, well, which part of the list was the ass eating? Was it the host, the guest spot, the middle act? There's been none of those. Jonathan, there's a bottle of vodka in there. Grab it. <laughs> we, uh, we're off the clock. Yeah. This is inside the walls of Mutiny Radio establishment in case you're driving around with your government job and your attitude. <laughs> trying to come in here and stop us from living our goddamn lives. Or if you're some red-headed witch whose name starts with a B and you want to try to foil operations, you can suck a dick. And this is a big, this is a big moment. That, you know, we got, we got the headline and set coming up after this. Headline and set of the director of Mutiny Radio. I tell her she should quit you motherfuckers. I tell her, I throw in the towel. Fuck those assholes. 
Where's fucking Diamond Douchebagger now? Where's he fucking at, huh? Big, happy, prestigious moment. Where is he at? He's under a bridge watching his britches. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Fighting off crabs, washing his britches. I smoked some black shit that came out of a syringe tonight, so I don't know what you're expecting. <laughs> All right, I don't even know what the fuck it was. I, no one asked me for my ID. I just breathed it in. I breathed it in. I'm a fucking loser. That's what I'm here to tell you. And went on over again on a tour. Cottonmouth Comedy Tour! Woo! It's fucking terrible. Some bitch showed up to a show, and she, she was 42 years old, and she had fake dolls. She had like a raggedy Ann with dyed green hair, and she brought me a dozen pickled eggs. Yeah. And then as I'm talking to her, she looked at the dolls and goes, stop it, stop it, knock it off. No, yeah, so if you guys could hang up my banner, and it was a banner for an event that was booked next year at a venue that she didn't know about. And she brought me a dozen pickled eggs, so we hung up the banner. Put it up there, just here we are, San Francisco, going strong. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna talk to you, Pam. We have a long history together. Could I, could I get the vodka up here? That's what I was asking for. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't. I saw him go in the back and just do a shot, and I was like, well, no, we're, we're 42 minutes. Of... Mm. <laughs> One time, oh, thank you. God damn, you're a good friend. Give it up for the best man at my wedding. I'll keep him. I'm going to hold on to him. We don't know how long this is going to go. Uh, Pam is unlike anybody in the comedy community for me simply because she is my spiritual guru. And I don't say that jokingly. Like, I say that every time that I woke up after being fucking blackout wasted, hungover, fragmenting my life, nothing goes right. I don't, I don't call any of you motherfuckers. I call Pam. Because Pam knows how to handle psychopaths. <laughs> All right? Like, there's a, there's a dude that's a dog whisperer. Pam is the psychopath whisperer. And I've been around her for a long period of time now. I've studied her moves. All right, first lesson of being a psychopath whisperer is whatever they say, you agree with 100% and ask a question to enhance it. Okay, so if someone's like, God damn it, the Russians are going to take my sandcastle. She's like, you're right. Have you thought about the Japanese? <laughs> I haven't. Are they a threat? They do have nuclear arms. That's, that's step one. The, the amount of times I've called Pam crying. One time I went out on the road with a headliner. I should do air quotations around that. With a headliner. I went out on the road with a psychopath who was missing a finger because he shot it off with his own gun. That's what I did. All right? And we go out on the road, and I've known this guy for a while, and he used to be a bad pill guy. He used to pop a lot of pills. But the word on the street was as he got off that shit, he got clean. He was doing cruise ships. Hey. <laughs> and he got his shit back together. So then I hook up with him on the road, and I'm, I'm thinking he's off drugs. And the second we get 40 miles out, he's driving, and he pulls out a pill, and he puts it on a piece of wood that he brought, like a piece of wood with, like, sheet metal wrapped around it. 
He puts a pill on there, and then he pulls out like a revolver and just breaks it up <laughs> with the butt of the revolver. And I'm like, oh man, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I am in trouble. And I hang in there and we ride it out. First of all, he does 30 of these in four hours. All right, and he's driving with a gun. And I'm an opening act, so I'm just like, you selling t-shirts after the show? What's the merch numbers looking like? I can't say anything to him. We get in the hotel room. It turns out we don't have separate hotel rooms. We have the same hotel room. We have two beds next to each other, right? Before we reach the thing, he's had 100 of these. He's down to 12, all right? This dude's out of, like, if he goes 30 minutes without a pill, like, he starts to, like, sneeze. He's a fucking woozer. And then one night we get drunk, and we get into an argument. Imagine that. I'm like, here's a psychopath. Let's tussle with him, right? Let's tell him the shit that he thinks he's doing is wrong, and the shit that I think I'm doing is right, even though he has the car and the gun. Let's start a confrontation. So I do, and in my panic, I get upset. I'm outside the hotel room. I think I might get shot. I don't know. There's derp, this is like performing in India. This is fucking crazy. So I call Pam. And I'm like, Pam, uh, I'm, I need you to buy me a plane ticket. I think this guy's going to shoot me on drugs. And she's like, you should listen to some Pink Floyd. <laughs> and I, I, was, I was like, no, man. Like, I think this guy, like, I really upset him. He's going to shoot me. And she's like, that's why they made Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> Just close your eyes and take it in. And I was like, okay. And then I hung up, and I started to listen to Dark Side of the Moon. But then I realized, like, maybe she thought I was bullshitting. So I tried to take a picture of the gun, and it was in a holster, and it was hanging upside down. So in the second I unbuttoned it, the gun fell into the trash can, and then I heard four fingers coming through the door. <laughs> so now I gotta get a gun back into a holster, take a fucking snap, pick like all this shit, and then I sent it to her, and then she was like, where are you flying out of? How can we, how can we get you out of there? And then at that point in time, I was like, hold on, I think I can work this out. I think. Someone in the lobby gave me Adderall. I think I have a solution. (laughs) One time I took too many edibles and called Pam because I thought I was having a stroke (laughs) because we used to work for this company that was a sponsor called Alta California where we had the bottle tincture, which basically me and Pam were like breaking bad. Dude, we, we came in here with bottles and shit and gobs, and if you took it, it would fuck you up. It was breaking bad, all right, basically. Because they trick you. They, they're like, oh, you're feeling sick. You should just, just take some of this. And I, I took the whole bottle. <laughs> because I'm not an asshole. I know what's going on. And I was sick, and it was CBD, and I slept super deeply, and I woke up, and I was healed. I was back to one, and I was like, this is fucking magic. 
And then the next day, they're like, oh, dude, here, try this one. And I was like, fuck yeah. And I was like, mm, this is unfamiliar. I'm just going to take half the bottle. And that was the pure THC one. <laughs> so I, I wake up, and I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> and I'm not sure. And then I start having muscle spasms where I'm, like, twitching out, like, losing it, just pumping iron. Just, <laughs> like, I'm fucking listening to, like, some German techno, and I can't stop. <laughs> and it's coming in strong, and then my heart's beating, and I'm trying to talk to people, but it's like, <laughs> and I'm trying to communicate, and it's jammed up. So I wake my dad up at one o'clock in the morning, like, take me to the hospital! Hospital! And he's like, we're not calling the cops. <laughs> I was, <coughs> not very reassuring when you're in a moment of panic. When you wake someone up from a dead sleep and you're like, dude, we gotta go to the hospital, and they're like, no cops. You're like, did you do this to me? Right? So I think I'm spazzing out, I'm fucking flipping out. And then the next day, like, I, sl- I like, passed out, I slept through, my dad woke up, he's like, you're out of your life. And I, like, I was so convinced that it was not marijuana related. I was like, something's wrong with my heart. Uh, yeah, like, I'm. I got it. See, it builds. It builds. <laughs> I had gotten some cigarettes uh, from a guy on the street that weren't in cellophane. Like, he was, he was just like, you want some cigarettes? They're for medical testing. They're five bucks. And I was like, I'll take three packs. Here we go. <laughs> Let's party. And I smoked them, and I was convinced that there was, like, poison. Like, that was the big thing, like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Have you guys seen Game of Thrones? At a certain moment in time, when I thought I had the stroke, I, I became convinced that I had been poisoned. Like, I thought I was going to have a Game of Thrones Joffrey, like, throw up my lungs moment. And I was just, like, pissed off it was going to happen. Like, God damn it, my blood's going to come pouring out of my eyeballs. I just got on Sketchfest. <laughs> this is a real bitch. They, got, they assassinated me. I was too good. No, it was those cigarettes. They assassinated me. I, so I wasn't convinced it was weed. I've smoked weed and I've drank alcohol for so long and all tincture or tincture or whatever the fuck you call the dirty potion. I call it nightmare juice. It's just supposed to be weed and liquor. It's fucking not. There's other shit in there. All right? I was convinced it was my heart. I've never had a reaction like that to weed or liquor. It can't be. That is my, it's me. It's genetically. I, I have a long history of heart disease. I'm going down. I got an anemia or some shit. I got to fucking scan me. Motherfucker, scan it. Right? So I drank the other half of the bottle for science purposes. Because I was like, either I have a heart malfunction or it was this stuff. It was definitely that stuff. It was definitely that stuff because it happened a second time. I was sitting there playing Star Fox 64. Then all of a sudden, a train of terror exploded out of my chest. Just, oh, shit. And I, I started flipping out, and I knew the trail of the thought. And so, like, Jack Bauer in 24, I got to fucking cure the virus. I got to shut it down. And I call Pam, and I'm like, Pam, oh, my God. I took all that shit. I'm having an allergic reaction. You need to help me. And first she's like, oh, 
we're learning lessons. <laughs> you should only take the recommended dosage. And I'm like, yeah, but we're past that point, and I got the virus, I need the antidote, otherwise my heart's gonna explode because I've been poisoned like Game of Thrones. And she goes, well, listen to some Pink Floyd. <laughs> and in my mind, this was like my one grasping like reach, like you're falling into the deep pit of nothingness, and there's one person reaching out, and it's just fingertips, and I can communicate with you. Just listen to Pink Floyd. Like, no, enjoy the abyss. And I'm, I'm panicking, I'm having fucking muscle spasms. I look like a drunk bat in my backyard walking around. Jonathan, I talked to Jonathan, Jonathan's like, dude, do push-ups, it helps. <laughs> That's what I need! A concrete fact! <laughs> I haven't done push-ups in 11 years. There I am, slugging out two. Holy shit! <laughs> now I'm gonna die back in gym class. Steve thought he was dying. What was your advice? Make him look like an asshole. That's what you do. Some push-ups. Put you try to suck your own dick. That'll help. And I do these push-ups. I get I crank out three, and it works. I calm down. I relax, and I'm like, oh my god, I beat it. I fucking destroyed the monster. Thank God. It's back again. It's back again. Ah! And I just raged out. And then I called Jonathan back, crying. <laughs> and we just wrote it out on the phone. Just one man crying to another man. Four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> While the theme to a pause Star Fox 64 plays in the background. I did not get all the rings on that level. Did she was there? Yeah, you guys were at Sarah's. Ethan was there too. Before she chased out Lamb at the same Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, what are you doing with your pathetic life? We have stories about friends getting chased out of houses with hammers. What what happened? Becky slept late at the office? Oh. Fuck, I am a failure. You're a bike messenger. Don't you say that. You could be dead at any minute. You're three beers and one Uber driver away from catastrophe. I can't ride a bike, man. I used to ride a bike when I was younger. I did BMX bike race and I was out there hitting jumps and shit. Then I had to get health insurance and I was like, fuck that shit. I don't want any part of that. And now I'm lazy. I get on a bike. Just wobble around. Second I see a hill, I just get off in anticipation. Like, I ain't going to make it up. Smoke three packs of cigarettes a day. Live my life in fear steps. I'm telling you. Uh, trying to tell you guys, man, I, I got really drunk and I tried to fuck this chick and it didn't work out very well for me. Uh, I was drunk, dude. It's science, man. When you're drunk, when you're, when you're so drunk that you can't order food at a diner, <laughs> you're gonna have a soft penis. That's just the fucking recipe It works out. All right, I'm not a mathematician. I don't wanna shatter anybody's dream, but when you drink so much that you can't say french fries, your dick's not gonna fucking fill up with blood. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I caught somebody off guard the other day and I wanna spread awareness. 
Because they tried to put that shit on me like it was my fault. I was like, fuck you. You can't. You do. You can't give Des Bryant 40 chicken McNuggets and expect him to get a touchdown. All right. This, you throw a wrench in the system, your shit's going to get fucked up. And I didn't really realize how drunk I was until I woke her up at 2 o'clock in the morning because they had one of those like, hey, if you give us $2, we can save this village. And I woke her up and I'm like, hey, what village are you from? <laughs> I was, Dude, I got like 20 bucks. We could save a school. <coughs> she, was, she was Italian, lived in America, had no village. Did get hit by a motorcycle. <coughs> I should tell you guys something interesting. How much time do I have? Are you drunk too? Uh, you had, uh, two minutes. Thank God. All right. Two minutes and then we get to Pam fucking Benjamin. Can you believe that shit? Well, fuck me in the ass. Now I got to build up this anticipation. Or long. We've been taking a break from me no, until now. Well, no, I, I hear you. People are still gathering, so let's give them a second to come in and gather. I know, and then we get to fucking bring them back in. Right. <laughs> let's talk about the show where everyone had to pee the diaper. Let's, uh, <laughs> the pee the diaper show. Right now, in this building, people have peed here. And I'm not talking about in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm talking about on everything you're touching. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, st- the object was to have a comedy show where people got drunk and then they wore a diaper and then you had to wait to do their set and then you had to see if you could hold your pee or not or if you ended up peeing in your diaper. But at some point, Pam got drunk and just started yelling at people like, pee right now! <laughs> Piss it out! And the people were like, fuck it. And then shit started shooting out of diapers. You've already, you already done your set, pee. Right, pee, pee. That's That's why I think you would be a good Trump supporter. Because when you think about it, I mean, I think Donald Trump's a fucking genius. His locker room talk was, yeah, I walked up to her and grabbed her pussy. You ever tried to grab a pussy? Seriously, you ever just been out and about? Or maybe alone? <laughs> With a woman you have an affection for and you were like, get up. You can't grab a pussy, man. A pussy is interior. Best you could do is one finger bowling ball hook, pull it in. That's very descriptive, all right? <laughs> Donald Trump said the truth. He did some shit that's impossible to do. Yeah, he grabbed her, but he went up there and was like, how are you doing? All right, that's it. He didn't actually touch anybody. If he was like, man, I went up to her and I spread her vagina open like I was trying to stuff socks in a Walmart bag. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, maybe he did that. That's pretty specific. You can't grab a pussy. Unless you high-five Connor Doherty, you cannot grab a pussy. <laughs> Local comic, burn. All right, uh, I'm going to tell you this joke, and then we're going to leave, and then we're going to come right back in. So make it quick. <laughs> Nobody shits in the bathroom, all right? There's a lot of us. There, it's okay. There's the matches. Only Matt, a bunch of matches. 
You are very comfortable with bodily functions. You're ready for this. All right. Eat your burrito and shit it out, because we got matches, brother. Hang in there. I, uh, I'm trying to think of a joke I've written recently, and there are none. I don't, all right. Sumerian ghost. It's not a proud moment in my life. I was dating a woman. I got out of rehab. I did a small stint. Didn't work. I'm still, you know, didn't work. All right. Some voodoo is bullshit. And uh, we were hanging out and we had a fight. She had started a bunch of shit with me. And the fight culminated to 2 o'clock in the morning. We're outside arguing. And then she just stops and she's like, look, okay, I was wrong. All right, Steve? I admit it, I was wrong. I felt that way because I'm having my period and my hormones are up here, Steve. They're just crazy. It's my hormones. <laughs> and I, I wasn't hearing that shit. I just spent fucking 90 days sitting there thinking about controlling my own urges. And now you want to tell me about magical little thing things that make me, or you hate me. Like, no, it's, that's bullshit. That's fake magic. That's not, you can't fucking just act like an asshole and then blame it on imaginary creatures no one else can see. That's not justice. <laughs> and, but at the time, I was so angry, I, I just couldn't explain it simply. I had to combat her and be like, oh, yeah, no, I know about your hormones. I'm glad we're talking about it because I have my own issue. See, one, one week out of the month, I've got this ghost that gets in my dick. Just gets right down there in my dick. That's why you wake up in the middle of the night and I'm thumping it on your forehead. Like, oh, God, it's the ghost. I don't want to behave like this, but it's the Sumerian wizard ghost dick that makes me... <coughs> it's just for Pam. Thanks for coming out. You can hear his Sumerian ghost dick on his album, uh, Felony Funny, that's available in all kinds of places. We're going to have a smoke break, because I want to have a cigarette, and then we'll be back, and I'm going to do a big, long set, and we'll all saddle in, and it'll be fun. Yay. Uh, thanks right now, everybody. Turn around and, and uh, yell and give your thanks to David Zunzu Kirscher of the Ones and Twos. Yay. 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 He's an artist, he's a poet, he's a rapper in his own delight. Uh, so you guys should check him out. No, he's really, he really, he's, he writes amazing rhymes. He's a poet, but we just gotta get him the right beat. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna be back uh, after, uh, listen to Floating Goat and enjoy it so much, cause they're amazing, yay!
there it is. That was Floating Goat. Everybody loves Floating Goat. Yay! They, uh, they played last weekend at the Hemlock. That was an amazing show. You guys are listening right now to Pam Tyson's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm Pam Benjamin. I'm going to do some jokes for you guys. <laughs> Yay. It's my turn. Yay. Um, so I didn't officially get anybody to record this set. So what I'm hoping is that some of you guys have iPhones. And whenever you think I'm funny, you'll take your own iPhone out and you'll record me for that bit of time. And then you'll send it to me on the Facebooks because that's the only way I know how to interact with people. Yay. That and texting. I'm so 21st century. Uh, I can't get it on my iPhone because I don't have one. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. You know, what's the difference between mommies and nannies at the park? There is no difference. Everyone's on their iPhone. <laughs> Do you see? Even the dogs have iPhones. Everybody's on their iPhone. I don't have an iPhone. I don't have. But yeah, see, see, there's an iPhone right there. Yes. So hopefully you guys at points will tape me on your iPhones so that I can... Uh, use them for things in the future like trying to be I haven't had a new video for two and a half years so it's like oh okay I'm trying to be a real comedian but I'm not putting myself out there that's okay I don't I don't I I, I feel so weird about putting myself out there because my parents aren't proud of me and it just like stays over me like this weird sad cloud is anyone else's parents not proud of them is any yeah I see a couple of hands raised and I love that uh, that Chris is over 42 and he still gives a fuck. That's nice. I shouldn't care anymore that my parents aren't proud of me. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm 42. I shouldn't care. I still, I still care so hard. Uh, I know, I know. I live a weird alternative lifestyle where I get to smoke pot every day and it's part of my job. Yay! Yay! I'm a comedian! I used to be a teacher. Like, you can't, I mean, I did smoke pot every day before I went to work, but you're not supposed to. You know what I mean? Well, I've been shaping the minds of youth since I was even, like, I was in junior high, and I was shaping the minds of of small uh, children in the preschools. I've always, no, I mean, I've always been shaping the minds of small, I don't want to shape the minds of small children, but when I walk down the street, they all look at me like, shape my mind. <laughs> they like give me eye contact and like, my mommy hates me, help me. And I'm like, I know I want to do something. Uh, that actually happened on the bus today. I had this weird moment where I was like, do I scream bad parenting? What do I do? You know, uh, there was a child standing on a on on his bus seat next to me, and he had a brother in front of him, and the brother was sort of hitting him, and I'm like, I know what that's like. <laughs> My brother used to hit me too, and he'd be across me, and then he'd hit me, hit me, hit me, and I'd be like, ah! And then they'd say, shh, Pam, why do you have to be so loud all the time? So the younger child was hitting the older child, and then the mom starts yelling, and she starts slapping, and I'm feeling like, wow, I might get hurt here. How do I? So I finally, when the child had his head sticking out the window, I said, excuse me, young child, I'm afraid you're going to get decapitated. It's safer if you sit on the chair. So I was able to make the child sit down. His mom, I just want to scream, bad parenting! 
but you don't like you don't scream like bad parenting to a pimp when he's slapping his hoe. You know, like how do you get in the middle of that shit on the bus? It's the same thing. I saw a guy with a brightly painted suit the other day. It was orange and uh, it was fun. And he had a he had vodka in his pocket, much like Steve Poggi. And and then he was like, "Shut up, bitch! You don't know what to say." And I was like, "Is he talking to me? Like, who is he talking?" No, it was the girl with the short skirt. She had shaved legs. Feminism. It's cool. Uh, I still wonder why my parents aren't proud of me. I, I care. Why do I care? I don't know. Uh, I've been having these crazy nightmares lately, and uh, I've been waking up scream. <laughs> like, you know, when you scream in your dream. <laughs> and you scream, but you're not really screaming. It's like. <laughs> you know, you wake up with that. <laughs> he knows what the sound sounds like because he, <laughs> he touches me. I'm like. Wah! Uh, I had a dream the other night that Bjork was my therapist. And I looked up at her and I was like, Bjork, why are my parents not proud of me? And she looked down and she said, your uterus is made of clouds <laughs> and the polar bear only steps in the same river runs. <laughs> Don't let poets lie to you. Why haven't you had babies yet? <laughs> and I woke up, I was like, ah! <laughs> this is screaming sounds. I started thinking about like, what if like Bjork had a weird shopping list? You know, like she was at the store and she was like, I have to get a chase and coconut wrapper and gillette risers because I cannot be a real woman without cleanly shaven legs. Don't let poets lie to you. I'm like, oh, fuck you, Bjork. You're in it too? Like, what is wrong with you? I hate Gillette. I don't understand, like, my self-esteem has to be, like, balanced on the precipice of how cleanly shaven my legs are. Is that what's happening these days? I feel, I don't, I don't like to shave. I'm lazy. I don't, I'm a feminist. Does anybody else care about shaving? You shave all the time. You got a beard. You have to have, you have a Gillette razor. It's got 17 blades. Yeah, absolutely. Keep it trimmed. Keep it together. I know they say to do that same thing about my pussy. Can't you keep it trimmed? Can't you keep it together? <laughs> Gillette, the best a man can get. I guess not. I'm not willing to shave my pussy. You know how weird it is? I was married for such a long time. And I didn't know, because I didn't watch porn, that you're supposed to shave your pussy from the back of your asshole to the front. I didn't know. I thought you were just supposed to do the landing strip, you know, in front. I didn't even know that all that stuff in the middle was like an issue. I didn't even, it's because I'm <laughs> Gillette, <laughs> the best of me. Apparently not. Uh, I, but I freak out about like feminism, right? Like in, in 1904, if I would have flashed a hairy ankle, I know, look at that tattoo too. Oh God, and it's so sad, it's a cross. What was I doing with my youth? What is wrong with me, right? But I couldn't flash a hairy ankle, whether it had a tattoo or not, in 1904 without being a disgusting slut, right? And uh, now, if I don't shave from my big toe uh, to my twat like a four-year-old girl, I'm still a disgusting slut. <laughs> But no one wants to sleep with me. <laughs> it's like so gross. It's like, ah, oh, Gillette, the best a man can get. The new, there's a new Gillette razor. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It has 17 blades. 17 blades for the closest shave. 
uh, and the 13th blade is easily removable because you can slit your throat in the shower. Because you'll never be good enough. <laughs> You're never going to be good enough. Ever. Do you understand? No matter how much you shave or how much makeup you wear, you're never good enough. <laughs> According to, you know, like, Donald Trump. Because, I mean, what are women anyway? Like, just pretty things to put your dick inside of. Am I right? He didn't say that. Because he doesn't want to actually put it. He just wants to grab the pussy. It's cool. I don't want to get political. I don't want to be political. I don't want to be political. I want to submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days. I don't want to be political. I don't want to do it. I don't want to call my fem- myself a feminist. You know, I, I don't know what to call myself because I'm a person. I'm a female. We're all human. Right? We're all people. Yeah, boys have a people and girls have a vagina. I know it's not spelled that way, but <laughs> feminist is the only word that doesn't have the word men in it. <laughs> so I know I'm so political. Spelling joke. Yay. No, I never get understood. Uh, my parents don't understand me. I have this joke that I like to tell. And my, par- my mom has only listened to one set ever. And she heard this joke. Yay! I live in San Francisco! You guys don't live in San Francisco? Yeah! Oh, we have these weird San Francisco hygiene issues that we deal with all the time. (laughs) Am I right? I found these pants in a tree in the mission. These are tree pants. That's a thing. Uh, My question is, if my tree pants don't smell like pee, do I have to wash them before I wear them? No, no, that's not true at all. I've been wearing these for like 18 days, and now they smell like my pee, and I kind of like it. It's weird. Uh, So speaking of pee, if you're using the public restrooms at Civic Center, uh, you know, do you leave the toilet seat up or down after you've been slamming heroin? (laughs) It's it's more of an etiquette question, I guess. It's like... Question number three, if you're, if you're sitting on the potty and you're going number two and you use the same teepee to wipe your nose and then your tushy, can you give your butthole herpes? Dermatologist says yes. <laughs> Don't do that. Herpes simplex one and two, same herpes. Just location, location, location. So it's a tenderloin joke, but what does my mom learn from this joke? My daughter's doing a heroin. So she gets on her Facebook and she sends to everybody, I'm so worried because my daughter's doing heroin. This is what she learns from this joke. <laughs> Clearly, she was born without a sense of humor. <laughs> it's like, she sent me a text like five years ago when she finally learned how to text. And it said, Jesus is calling you. And I was like, no, <laughs> mom. Actually, you're texting me. Jesus doesn't exist. <laughs> like, what are we? Do we want to argue about this? We want to argue about who didn't invite me to Christmas? That's cool. That's fine. Don't worry about it. My favorite crime, federal crime. I don't know if you guys have any favorite federal crimes that you like to. Be, I'm just saying, do you have a. I have a favorite. Would you have a favorite federal crime? Uh, uh, larceny. Yes! Larceny. Mine is stealing other people's mail. Because <laughs> I live in a big apartment complex. But I don't steal it in the way where, like, I don't steal it when it comes. I wait for, like, two weeks till the, 
the mail hasn't picked it up back yet and you're like what's happening with this you know package this lovely package that's been sitting here for two weeks in my apartment complex what are we gonna do with this package well we take it upstairs and we open it ha so uh my favorite federal crime i opened up uh this box and it had baby onesies and baby bibs in it so what did i do with these i have one in my pants right now it's a baby bib blood diaper Yes, it's my period right now. Give it up for that. Yay, I'm having my period. And how do I lower my carbon footprint? With toilet paper? Nay. I use baby blood diapers, and I, I put them in my pants. And you can't even tell. Can you even tell? Do I look puffy? You can't even see it, can you? Ha-ha! <laughs> it's folded up. It's picking up all that blood. Soaking it up. Yeah favorite it's been hard i had i started my period yesterday i don't know if you understand what that's like the pain the crazy you're like oh the pain i'm 42 now why do i still have to have this pain i'm still having the pain ah why is it hurt so bad why and it's because the supreme court is still inside my uterus <laughs> and they have these enormous benches and they're filling up all the space and their voluminous robes i'm like ow what are you guys doing inside there and uh, today, I mean, my, it was so heavy, I thought I aborted the ghost of Scalia. <laughs> I was like, fantastic, let's get this shit out of my body. <laughs> fuck Scalia. Well, don't, well, apparently to him, don't fuck anybody because you can't have abortions. I mean, who has it? I have no control. I'm 42 years old, but I can't have control of my own body. No way. That's crazy. What a crazy thought. Ah, ha, ha. So I was thinking, like, what if, you know, Trump was elected and he, uh, you know, adopted someone to the Supreme Court and they were, you know, they didn't care about women's rights or whatever. And they were like, aha, everyone has to have babies. And I'm a 42-year-old lady who's forced to have a baby that I don't want. And then it's like three years old and it's in preschool and it's still running out into the street and they have to put it on one of those leashes, you know, like where it's like, ah, <laughs> like it's trying to escape from life. Uh, and then at six years old, uh, you know, it's still a biter. It's like first grade. Like, you haven't gotten over this yet? What's wrong with you? Why are you a biter? And at eight, I get called into this, like, you know, um, parent-teacher conference. Uh, and they're like, your child said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. <laughs> what are we talking about? And then at 12, it finally has this great ketamine dealer. And I'm like, what's happening with that? And then like at 14, it starts doing the speed. Finally, at 17 years old, it dies from this crazy like speedball injection thing. And I'm like, wow, 17 years. That is the latest late-term abortion I could have ever had. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like a 17 year late-term abortion I didn't want this baby it was your choice America to put it through rehab those four times you spent your own money it wasn't my money I'm on Medi-Cal I don't give a fuck like you want to I didn't want to have the baby but take away my productive rights yay that's gonna work out my parents are so proud of me I feel like Whew. yeah it's uh abortion jokes i i love abortions i used to be a poet and those are just ripe for poems you know what i mean like my third abortion i want to write a poem about that i only had two abortions the third was just for comic effect but if i hear another poem about my third abortion i'm just like ah oh, poetry is so pretentious <laughs> you know but you can do jokes about it and it's funny i love abortions 
Yay. Population control and stuff like that. Yeah, joke control. What are we on now? Oh, no, that's the thing. That's the problem. <sighs> Bad parenting. You know, we should have more population control. Everyone's worried about the millennials. Oh, they're so entitled, these millennials, and they think everything just belongs to them. I saw a six-year-old being wheeled in a stroller with an iPhone in front of them. You guys are worried about millennials? <laughs> like, these are the most entitled little dickbags soon to come. There's six-year-olds that are being wheeled around in strollers. They can walk. Did you know that six-year-olds can walk? You can hold their hands. You can put them on leashes. What I'm saying is putting a child on a stroller and pushing them forward into the universe with an iPhone in front of their face isn't helping anybody. Uh, also, that iPhones are made uh, with the souls of dead Chinese babies. I don't know if you guys know that touchscreen technology and dead Chinese babies. That's why you can swipe left and right and do this, because they take the dead souls of Chinese babies and they put them into iPhones, and then you get to use the touchscreen technology. And that's why, if you accidentally drown it in water, you can put it in rice. Oh my God. <laughs> right? I'm just saying, the dead souls of Chinese babies need rice, too. They'll just soak it right up. Everything. No, no, they're already dead. But what I'm saying is you're sort of feeding the dead souls of the Chinese baby. It's almost Shintoism. It's almost like, it's like ancestor worship, except it's Japanese and Chinese don't like that. So you're like, what? I'm the accidental racist, by the way. That's like what I do for a living. I'm like, I'm white. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I used to be married to a black dude. And that's like the most racist thing I can say. Like the first thing, if you try to not be racist, the one thing you should not tout out is your ex-black husband. <laughs> I'm like, a, hey, I'm not racist. He's over here like a bad angel, like on this side. No, he we don't talk anymore. It's okay. I get to make fun of him as much as I want. No, it was great. Uh, he was the first person I had sex with, and that was great. And then we were married for many, many years, and then I left him. And um, I slept with my first white guy, and I was like, oh, my God, your dick is so huge. <laughs> and he was like, no, kind of, you know, like, standard, really. And I was like, oh, my God, everything they tell you isn't real. <laughs> not all black guys have big dicks. I I'm just saying, not everything you believe is real. Not every, there are all kinds of things that you might have believed for millennia, and that doesn't mean it's real, like the T-Rex. Has anybody gotten into the T? Am I the only person that's into the T-Rex? Am I the only person that wants to have a child so that I can have a fifth grader to be in the science project? I got it. I only reason I want to have kids is because I need. I have, I have a bunch of science projects. Okay, one of them, the T-Rex. The hubris of man to have the biggest. Uh, of, of dinosaurs walk on two legs. But his, there's no breastbone. You look at his bones, and there's this big space in his chest that's all missing. And so, like, he comes up to, like, the, the thing with the, on his tail with the big spikes. What's that thing called? Does anybody like dinosaurs? Paleosaurus? Stegosaurus. He comes up to the stegosaurus with his tail with spikes, and you don't think that the tail with spikes just went right up into his breast cavity and fucking killed that motherfucker? Nay. Because if you look at the T-Rex bones, there's this weird hip bone on the back, which like forces them downward, but that's a breast bone. Flip that thing upside down, it becomes a breast bone, and if you look at it really closely, there's even a wishbone on it, and I've deboned thousands of birds, and I say they all have wishbones. 
T-Rex was a bird. His thing was flipped upside down. He didn't have legs. He had huge, big arms. Ah, ah, ah. So what I'm looking for is a fifth grader to be best friends with so that we can take the T-Rex and take it apart and put it back together the way that it was always meant to be. Because just because everybody believes something doesn't mean it's right. The T-Rex, huge bird. Ah! He came down with his arm and he swooped and he got the brontosaurus in his face. Ah, and he, but, but the brontosaurus didn't exist. Ha <laughs> ha, its bones were put together wrong. So we're all wrong, yay! <laughs> I'm just, I'm challenging you to check out the T-Rex and look at his huge, amazing, beefy arms. Not legs, beefy arms. You guys don't believe this. Here's my other fifth grader uh, science project. I want to take a fifth grader on the bus lines and I want to find out which Muni is the most disgusting? I need some litmus tests. I need some. I need some swabs. I need all kinds of stuff. I say the nine. I don't know what you get. The nine or the nineteen? Disgusting buses. I need nine. I need to take a small child. We need to swab the twenty-seven. We need to find out if there's feces or urine or if it's corn syrup. We need to know: is it diphtheria? Is it polio? What is on these buses? Let us find out. I need a fifth grader. I want to win the science fair. Do you see? I want to win the science fair. I have another one. We drink cold water in the morning when we're hungover, and then we puke. And then we drink more water, and we puke. How long does it take to raise the temperature of the water by degrees in your stomach while it's waiting over time when you are hungover? What is the time period? Are fifth graders allowed to understand this? Do they get to know about their drunk parents? Do they get to understand when they pound water too quickly? Maybe it's coconut water. How cold is it? And when they throw it up, how many minutes? Is it, is it, is it a degree a minute? What? I have theories. I need a child. <laughs> I need a friend so I can discuss these theories. Also. Vegan cheese. Have you ever had cashew cheese? Fuck cashew cheese. It isn't real cheese. Oh, you take a cashew and you put a thing on it and a paper towel and you leave it for a week and it does a thing and you're like, oh, now it's cheese. Fuck that. You know what's vegan cheese? Breast milk. We take breast milk, we pump the lady's boobies, and we take the breast milk and we make it into cheese and it's gonna have such a fat con, it's gonna melt so awesome. Breast milk, beer, cheese for vegans. We're gonna save vegans. Because vegans, don't vegans, they, they breastfeed, right? Vegan breastfeed. Oh, I, I know, the vegans are against us. Vegans, <laughs> vegans breastfeed, am I right? They do it. So if we take the milk from other women, and especially if they eat garlic, or maybe a bunch of beer, and we can flavor the cheese, and then, and then it has that melt, it's so much fat and it melts. We can save the vegans. Do you see, they will eat breast milk, beer cheese. They will eat it. They will spend so much money on it. Can't wait, I got these ideas. I need a fifth grader. I need a small child so that I can be, so we can win the science fair. Do you understand how important the science fair is? I'm always wanting to win the science fair so my parents will be proud of me. I'm never gonna win the science fair. I wanna win the science fair. I have these ideas. T-Rex, Muni, throwing up, breast milk, beer, cheese. These are my ideas. I'm fucking in. <laughs> I'm like small children. I want you as all of my friends. I will walk around with them. It's so important to me. My new brand is breast milk, beer, cheese. Breast milk, beer, cheese.
ladies. I know. Well, this is so great because what we can do is even get the ladies in college that need money for college and we can give them a hormone to make them lactate. They're drinking beer anyways. They're drinking beer anyways. But we give them the hormone. They do the thing with the eggs anyways. They're like, oh, I'll donate my eggs for 20 grand. I'll be on this thing for months and it's totally invasive. But I say nay. It doesn't have to be invasive. Take a pill. Make the lactation. Take the drink as much beer as you want. Pump and dump, baby. Send it to me. We're making cheese. Vegans are living. Vegans are living now. <laughs> vegans. I really, I don't care so much about vegans. I just really want to. It'd be so fun to see them eat real cheese. You know what I mean? Because it'd be like, oh, it's so creamy and delicious. And then we start making like breast milk ice cream. Like I can just see it just like burgeoning and all these different weird things. Mix it with them. Soy, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what vegans eat. Fuck vegans, right? <laughs> I'm trying to help them, but I don't. I don't care. Uh, I, I I do I do I do care. Uh, I care about small children. I care for them for money. That's great. <laughs> I do. They give me money to take care of small children, and that's weird. And I've been. Um, you know, trying to figure out lately, I deal with two small children that are both uncircumcised, and I so, like, agree with that. I love touching baby dicks for money. I am totally okay with, like, pulling back all of the areas and cleaning it out. If you put an 18-month-old in a, ba a bathtub filled with water, they're going to play with their own dick. You don't even need to clean their dick. They're going to do it themselves. It's great. So you got to wonder, like, why have all of these American moms since 1950 just like mutilated their baby dicks? In the 90s, everybody got all upset about the general mutilation of women in Africa, but no one gives a fuck about their own children here in the United States. Why are we chopping off all the tops of these baby dicks? Why? No, I get it because I'm a Jew and I understand we've got a whole covenant with Yahweh and he can do whatever the fuck he wants with them. He can use them as like croutons on his Caesar salad. He can like put him in a skin box. He can wear him on his fingers and eat him off like olives. I don't give a fuck. He can do whatever he wants because I'm a Jew and we got that. But why since the 50s have all of these moms in America just been like, yeah, chop off the top of my baby's dicks. And it's because they're lazy. <laughs> I call you out right now, moms. You lazy, lazy bitches. Touch your son's dicks. Touch them. Dads, dads, help your sons. Show them how to pull it back and clean it all the schmigma. It's no big deal. It's We just, we don't even trust them to take care of their own. Oh, they couldn't possibly be clean. I mean, I know I've been to the Sylvan house, and so I know they couldn't possibly <laughs> clean their own dicks, right? But they can if you teach them. They will do it. Lazy parenting. I get so angry. Lazy parenting. And, and just mean parenting. The one lady on the bus today called her kid a stupid motherfucker. And I was like, <sighs> I was like, your child just hung his head out the window and I helped him not get decapitated. But maybe I should have let that happen because you don't give a shit. Like, I care more about your child than you do. Yay. I'm a good nanny. <laughs> I promise you guys. I hang out with a lot of small children. And like I said, for money, and uh, I hang out with these two six-year-olds, and they're just darling. They're amazing little human beings, you know? And I like to foster creative play. It's like one of the things I do. We don't watch TV. We don't watch internet. We don't play with whatever. I, don't, I make them put the cell phones away, and I say, you know, let's engage. And uh, they were playing this game with me where they, um, they tied me up to a desk chair with yarn, uh, and then they put tape over my face. Uh, and then they came to me with a laser pointer, and they were like, I'm cutting off your hand. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, fostering creative play, you know. Uh, and they 
put it to my foot and they were like, oh, I'm freezing your foot. I was like, it's so cold, it's so cold. What's happening? And then they went right up to my chest and said, I'm breaking your heart. And I was like, Daria, you need to stop, all right? Because you guys are playing a game of your own volition called police state. I don't even know what I did. What did I do? What did I do? Why am I tied up? And they put their little six-year-old heads together and they came back at me. You stole a laptop! It's like, <laughs> what kind of Islamic police state is this? You, you cut off my hand because I stole a laptop. And they looked at me and they said, if you were black, we would have shot you. It's like, oh. <laughs> it's not me, you guys. It's society. They're, it's okay. They're sick. Don't worry. Everyone's all scared. It's like, no, no, no. The kids, the small children, believe in the police state. They know what's happening. They know. They just know to shoot black people if they're white. It's, it's cool. They get, get, give them a taser. You know what I mean? These young kids. Uh, I tried to make them read, you know? And I was like, uh, let's get away from all this like reality TV. Oh, cops, you guys. Oh, let's, let's read a book. And so I started reading um, uh, Gulliver's Travels. Do you guys know this book? Classic. Literature classic, Gulliver's Travels. Yeah, great stuff. And I got to the part where uh, Gulliver is lying on the beach and there's hundreds of tiny little men tying him up. I got all excited, you know? I thought about, like, what if I was Gulliver? And if there were, like, hundreds of tiny little men tying me up? And then what if, like, I don't know, 12 of them came by with a tiny little, like, like horse, tiny horse drawn carriage and it had, like, a big strawberry in it, you know? And they like ran up on my chest and like fed me the strawberry and I was like, oh, it's so good. We're on the beach. It's so nice. It feels so good. And then like what if like, I don't know, 12, 14, 27 of them came together, you know, like, like Cirque du Soleil style and they, they became like a big, tiny dildo. You know, I don't know how to make a gangbang look cute, but I'm going to try, all right? <laughs> It's a Lilliputian gangbang. It's like 24 dudes in my vagina at once. They're just really tiny, and they're all being one. It's a Lilliputian. It's the cutest gangbang. I don't know how to make Fifty Shades of Grey relevant again. <laughs> Lilliputian gangbang will be the name of my next band. Absolutely. I don't know what to be for Halloween. I wish I could be a Lilliputian gangbang, but I don't know. Like, what do I get tiny little, like, uh... I don't know how to make that happen. I was thinking about being, uh, and it's so stupid because I saw it on the internet already, but I was like, oh, I could be Fifty Shades of Grey and I could just wear like sexy gray outfit and then like tape, like, you know, paint swatches to me and have a ball gag and like a rope <laughs> and just walk around and blindfold people. <laughs> be like, it's Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't, I don't know what to be for Halloween. I have no idea. Uh, anybody else a feminist? Yay. Let's see what time we're at. Oh, okay. We're all fine. You're not feminist. Are you a feminist? Ben, you think you're a feminist? Sure. How do you, uh, what's the most feminist thing you've done in the past week? <clears throat> it was nice to my girlfriend. Wow. Well, you know, in these political times, being nice to your girlfriend actually is a big step up. As long as you don't grab her by the pussy, I think you're doing a great job. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a weird week for misogyny, so being nice to your girlfriend is really a step in the right direction. Because you could just fuck that bitch <laughs> as much as you wanted. But, yeah. Ah, because you want to fuck that bitch. Oh! See, now, he, well, he, he's, it's good. You got to, you got to go with the old uh, tit for tat, you know, like, uh, 
it's, it's good. I don't have any tits, so I don't know how that goes. <laughs> like, I don't know how to put those out in the... Because according to Trump, I'm not a real woman unless I have huge, you know, amazing fake titties. No, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. I just, I really appreciate um, everything that um, uh, he just, he paved the whole way. Um, uh, he has a grotto. Who's the guy with the grotto? Yeah. Hugh Hefner. Yeah. I just want to say thanks to Hugh Hefner right now for paving the way for misogyny because, you know, three girlfriends at once, that's the way to really say that women are worthless. Do you know what I mean? Like... I need three of them at once because none of their tits are good enough. But it's not about, like, uh, the way I look. I've been called pretty, like, three times in the past three weeks, and they've all been by really questionably people. Like, one of the guys had a, a tattoo on his forehead, and I, I was like, wow, you are really trying not to talk about my pussy by telling me that I'm pretty. That's nice. But I appreciate that he didn't talk about my butt. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm rambling. I'm a feminist, I promise. Uh, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Cats, 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 cats. <laughs> cats. I love cats. I love my cat. Uh, I love my cat so much. I, I want to take him, and I want to shave him, and I want to knit a sweater out of his fur, and I want to make him wear it. Because I'm a crazy cat lady. That's how I roll. I just really want to fuck with my cat my cat wants to fuck with me all the time like literally he comes up to me uh, at weird times there's a special blanket he likes to and if it's up against me but he does this like he does this thing where he's like masturbating up against me he actually does this new thing where he puts his legs like in a cross pattern so his little kitty peepees in between his crossed legs and then he like gets up to me and he does his paws like he pushes his paws in and out against me when he puts his claws out and and it's weird because I know that he's getting really excited and then sometimes I'll I'll flip him over on his back and I did it and then at the end of his kitty crayon it was so cute it was so pink and at the end of it came a little drop of clear wetness and it was there and then I was watching it, and it went, and it landed on my bedspread. So I smelled it. Do you know what cat cum smells like? Nothing. It doesn't smell like anything. Don't be afraid of your cat's cum. He's fixed. I'm sure he wasn't spraying anywhere. It was just like it, it was, don't be afraid of your cat's clear emissions. They smell like nothing. It's no big deal whatsoever. We, we've moved through it. Uh, sometimes I like to masturbate with my cat because he's so fluffy and beautiful. And, uh, and also, you know, I like to date alcoholics, so in the morning they're too lazy to take their stupid flaccid hands and put it on my lower back so I can feel loved. Am I right? So, but you know who'll do it is my cat, and he has the softest paw. Do you know how soft a cat's paw is? Do you know? It is so soft. And he puts his paw on my lower back while I'm masturbating. And then right before I'm going to come, he puts out his claws. <laughs> Just so I know who's boss. My cat is boss. Everybody bow to your cat alien overlords. Just like all the, that's the thing, is the Chinese and all the Asians have been doing it for years. They're bowing one paw constantly to the cats, as they should. Bow to your alien overlords. All praise the cat. No one else, no one else loves their cat as much as I love my cat. That's fine. I know my it, meow, <laughs> Chairman Meow. Uh, I know that my cat loves me 
uh, because I was getting finger banged and my cat didn't just uh, sniff his fingers, he licked them, meaning that my cat loved me uh, or that women really do taste like tuna. Yeah. Either way, this aged purple sashimi, it's a fine ahi, not albacore, none of that white shit. It's dark and purpled with age. Makes a good pokey. You gotta eat that stuff with all the seeds, you know what I'm saying? Like black, black sesame seeds, no? No? I have a weird, I have a weird vagina. It's like a, a one-winged butterfly made out of thickly sliced roast beef. Uh, it's a, I have a weird wonky Nemo fin and I feel like that's where all my sexual prowess comes from. It's my weird wonky Nemo fin. I, I have the power of the underworld. Uh, let's see. I've, I've gone through. My, oh, I didn't do bad nanny. <laughs> it's such an old joke, though, but I'll do it for you guys. My, my, um, my best friend hates this joke because she has children. And years ago, she was like, hey, Pam, um, you know, I love your jokes. But if you could just take out all the stuff about pedophilia, that would be cool. <laughs> and I was like, Katie. Just because you have two young boys doesn't mean I'm going to stop talking about baby dicks. Uh, they're in high school now, so they'd probably get this joke much better. Uh, I'm <laughs> this is the thing, you guys. Having sex on top of a baby is not pedophilia, all right? Because you're getting banged from behind, and you're keeping eye contact with the baby. So the baby's happy, and you're being a really good nanny, keeping good facial expressions, happy expressions for the baby. Uh... You know, and a baby can only see like 15 inches in front of its face anyway, so no worries, right? Uh, just because the baby's first words are, uh, uh, doesn't make me a bad nanny. Makes me a bad nanny. A terrible nanny. No, I'm a good person, but I just like to ride trains with small children, and <laughs> I do. Is that... Is that too much to ask for? I just want to get paid 20 bucks an hour to hang out with small children and ride trains. Is that weird? <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like an autistic adult. It's <laughs> like, I want to ride trains with your small kids. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to... Uh, why, why, why do I have this, like, thing in my head going over and over again? Like, I think I can, and I think... Oh, absolutely. Well, don't ever tell children that they can do anything, because then you just give them entitled... Uh, you know, you t teach them that don't ever tell a child that it's special because then they turn 42 and they're like, I'm just like everybody else. <laughs> I was being lied to all this time. And then the world crumbles and you're like, I can't do it anymore. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, my parents said I was so special, but now they don't talk to me anymore. Yay. Oh, yeah, it's. I know I'm special. I once rode in a shark class with a football hunter. Well, you, you're super special because you still ride a bike despite all the people saying that you could I fall off and kill yourself. And, it's and you know what? Window lickers are important too. They're some of my favorite special ed kids. Oh, I forgot to tell. I was gonna tell this, I was gonna tell the bloodbath story, but I don't know if I should, I can close. I have different stories to tell, you guys choose. I'll either tell a story about how my uh, moon cup got caught against my cervix, or I'll tell the story about the biggest dick I've ever seen. You guys want to, all right. So God has a huge sense of humor, and it's so funny. I used to teach, I used to teach high school, I used to teach special ed, and um, I was teaching in Sacramento at the time, and I went into this classroom, I was 21, 
and there were two aides, and we were teaching people of 17 to 22 how to like I don't know sort buttons and shit. They were they all had IQs under like 70. They were all we were teaching them how to fold laundry and shit like that. It was school in the loosest sense of the word. But so I am hanging out with these kid, these adults, and helping them. And I'm 21, and this is weird. And and there's aides in the classroom, and there's a bathroom in the classroom, and there's a person in the bathroom, and they start screaming, 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 screaming. Ah! And I ask the two aides in the classroom, hey, should we do something about this? And they're like, ah, don't worry about it, whatever. So I help, you know, and people screw toothpaste tabs onto things or whatever we're doing. It's just, and we hear it again. <laughs> screaming from the bathroom, screaming. I said, something's going on in there. Someone should do something. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Another five minutes goes by, still working with people, folding laundry, doing whatever, making mac and cheese, teaching them life skills. <laughs> Screaming, screaming, screaming. I'm like, I can't anymore. I have to find out what's going on. I open up the bathroom door, and there's the biggest dick I've ever seen. It's like a 17-inch dick. It's a kid sitting on the toilet, stroking his dick with his tie. And it's the bit I've never seen a big. It is so unusually big. And his head is so unusually flat, and his eyes are big, but his head is small. And I know that he has an IQ of like 45 or something. And he's like, ah! And I slam the door closed, and the TAs in the room are like, he does that to all the new subs. That's so funny. Isn't that funny? And I'm like, yeah, God's so funny. Gives the biggest dick in the world to a guy who's never going to see a vagina. Like, and that's when I started thinking about, is there, is there retard porn? And can I be an agent for retard porn? Because I've got the guy. He, this is flathead, long hair, kind of weird and greasy, huge, huge dick, loves to stroke it in front of people, Big deal. Why am I not representing this kind fellow and helping him make money at the same time making money for myself? Is retard porn a thing? This was like 97. You know, so I don't think that retard porn might be a thing now, but in 97, I hope this guy has a future. Do you know what I mean? Like, I really hope that he also likes to eat poo because that would be like a double, right? Like a double whammy. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'll eat poo and I got a huge dick. Yeah! So it was a it was a beautiful and terrible moment, and I've never seen anything more abhorrent and magnetizing. At this, I was like, "What? They can get that big? Is this real?" And I'm looking around at the people in the class. I'm like, "Is this real?" And they're all like, "Yeah, it's kind of his thing. <laughs> like that's that's what he does. He just shows his dick to everybody. It's like his thing." I can help this man have a future. I got into the wrong business, you guys. I should have been. I should have been in, in no, I'd, I'd never be in porn. I have trouble with that. Uh, everybody, uh, what are you going to vote on 60? Does anybody know what 60 is? The uh, the Chris Canazzer was like 49, which isn't a real thing, but 60 is a real thing. It's having uh, condoms on porn stars, right? That's what I say. It's fantasy. Are you fucking kidding me? We want to like, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Anyways, 60, don't not vote, you guys, because... If you don't vote, then there's going to be condoms in your porn. <laughs> I don't watch porn, so it doesn't matter to me either way, but I'm sure that some of you, that might be a big deal. So I'm just letting you know about the political sphere that's happening right now. It's about uh, condoms and uh, legalizing marijuana, and then also 
uh, making the death penalty uh, not a thing. It's both ways. Please vote. Everybody, please vote. Uh, if you need to know how to vote on the back of the piano, there are the pissed off voter guides, which is the best way to go. And there's like over 50 things to vote on this particular coming November. So please pick up what they have to say because they're really, really smart people. And I, I believe in what they have to say, especially about porn, even though I don't watch it. But I'm going to find that kid. God, I need to go back through my, right? <laughs> I hope he's still alive. You know what I'm saying? He's probably already in porn. You just got to give him, you know, no lines. I shouldn't make fun of retarded people. I'm sorry. That's, that's a low blow on my part. I'm sorry. It's just, <laughs> could I leave you guys on a lower blow? Uh, I'll, I'll leave you guys with my, my favorite closer since I was talking about circumcision, his choice, his decision. Stop mutilating your children's dicks. Why? Why do you do it? You can clean up. Uh, anyways, I'm looking for an uncircumcised guy because I want to pull up his dick and I'll pull his foreskin up over his dick and I want to put whiskey in his foreskin because I want whiskey dick for real. Finally. It's what I want. It's twofold. One, I'm an alcoholic and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. And uh, two, I'm just trying to keep it clean, you know, clean out all that schmegma. Just... Get rid of it all in one shot. You know what I'm saying? Yay. Well, thank you, guys. I didn't time myself, but I think I did more than 42 minutes, so yippee ki for me. Uh, thank you, guys, for being here tonight. Yay. I should look at my list. No, no, I pretty much got everything. I didn't tell the Moon Cup bloodbath story, but I did get to talk about T-Rex forever, so that is what's... I'm telling you guys, fucking look up the pictures of the T-Rex. Just look them up. Take the hip bone and flip it upside down, make it a breastbone. It has huge, beefy wings. I'm telling you, it's, it's, re it's real. They put the bones back together wrong. Everything, everything, everything you believe is a sham. That's what I learned. That's what I learned on DMT. Everything I know is a sham. Uh, hey guys, thanks so much for being here. Yay! <laughs>
Magdalene Open Improv. Uh, what have Man. we learned tonight, everybody? Nothing! 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 This is uh, a no learn zone. No? Jump! No! Yeah. No, 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 no! No, 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 no! You can't stop progress. It's a train no. out of titanium. No! No, we have to undo all the learning we've done. Uh, I had like three more screens in front of me. I would feel really important. I know you would. Two? Get the fuck out of, get the fuck out of the booth. Two screens. At least 30 buttons. Is there anything we can do? What? To make I, you got, I got like 30 buttons in front of me, two screens, fucking slots. Just, so just from uh, here, don't touch anything, but move your hands like this. Is this on? Right? And then say okay. something like, we're in. We're in. Perfect. Auxiliary power is going to you, Andrew. No. <laughs> Justin, I need more vaulted so ones. So, do we want to do a, um, a pun game and then a competition game? Yeah, or sure. Competition yeah. game first. Yeah. Uh, let's do let's do pun game first. Yeah, pun game first. Let's do something very pun. Pun for the whole family. A bucket of pun. Wonderful. Like a like a that's what she said or no not that's that's like a 185 or like a, I don't know what that is. What? I like my women. Beautiful. I love that one. Uh, this one's easy and it's for anybody. You can yell it from where you are. It goes. Uh, I like my women like I like my blank and then we make up a joke after that. So give us anything. I like my women like I like my. Like your booze. I like my women like I like my booze. I like my women like I like my booze. Stiff. Ooh. I like my women like I like my booze. They go down easy. Yeah. I like my women like I like my booze. My old favorite hooch. Oh, I like my women like I like my booze. Aged. I like, I like my women like I like my booze. I'm happy with one, but make it a double. <laughs> I like my women like I like my booze with a brown paper bag over them. <laughs> I like my women like I like my booze. Neat. Or also, I like my women like I like my uh, booze. I'm the rocks. I like my, no, I like my women like I like my booze. Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> <laughs> I like my women like I like my booze. For a short amount of time, she wasn't allowed in the country. Uh, I like my women like I like my booze. They're too expensive, so I made my own. I like my women like I like my booze. Stolen from my dad. I like my women like I like my booze. 225 at the corner. I like my women like I like my booze. Gone by the morning. <laughs> Uh -huh. uh, I like my women like I like my booze. It's not fun unless my homies can have some too. Uh, I like my women like I like my booze. I shouldn't have any because I'm 14, but a nice man bought some for me. <laughs> I like my women like I like my booze. Intoxicating. Oh. <laughs> People are fucking learning things. I like my women like I like my booze. I like my women like I like my booze. Smashed on the sidewalk. <laughs> I like my women like I like my booze. Gets me in fights with my friends. I like my 